This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. All right, we are continuing our look at different women throughout the Bible, and we're taking turns doing a good woman and a bad woman. So, last week we did. Um, who did we do last week? We did Mary, the mother of Jesus. That's right. And the week before that is what I was thinking of. We did Delilah. And both of us kept thinking hey Jezebel there, Delilah, the whole time. What's it like in New York City? So we decided <laughs> this week to actually do Jezebel. Jezebel. So she is awful. Yeah, once she's again, she's not fantastic. So backstory on Jezebel: she was the daughter of the priest king Ethbaal, who was ruler of the coastal Phoenician cities Tyre and Sidon. Not and good places. If again, you can remember, they yeah. were obliterated. So, yes, judgment by God, right? Yeah, Um, so already not off to a great start. But yet, she marries King Ahab, and then she persuades him to introduce um, Baal worship. Which is part of my point. Yes, so (laughs) I won't step on your point, but we will just say that, um, yeah, she she provoked a lot of bad and a lot of evil. So Which is... My point. So the first attribute of Jezebel that we're going to be looking at is that she was an encourager of evil. So let's go ahead and read First Kings verses twenty-one. Verse, no, Ch- chap. I was gonna start by just starting over. Okay, good plan. First Kings twenty-one verses twenty-five through twenty-six. Which says, But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel his wife stirred up. And he did very abominably in following idols, according to all... Really, I could say the word abominably, but the word things, just not in my vocabulary. Anyways, as did the Amorites whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. So here we see that Jezebel was stirring him up to do evil and encouraged the worship of idols. Like mom said, she brought in the worship of Baal, which was not the coolest of things. And um, she also, when Ahab went in Naboth's vineyard, she wasn't like, no, you can't have that. It's it is his vineyard. She was like, don't worry, honey. I'll go kill him for you. You know? Not necessarily encouraging good things. That one, it always drives me crazy because Ahab completely pouts like a little boy when he like gets back with Naboth's answer that, no, I'm not going to give you this vineyard. And he, like, lays on his bed and turns his face to the wall and then here comes Jezebel, and she's like, oh, don't you worry, honey. It's okay, honey. I'll we'll take just, care of it for we'll you. just go commit murder. It's fine. We've got this. And then the lying and the scheming and all of that to have Naboth killed so that he can go and take the vineyard. It just is so aggravating that she just encourages yes. him to act like such a child, such a baby. Yes. Like, be a man, Ahab. I mean, she probably didn't want that. She probably liked the control. Oh, yeah. Well, she kind of ran... She kind of ran things. Yes, she did. A little bit. Anyways, that's a whole different topic. To finish off my point, I wanted to read Hebrews 
10, verse 24, um, which says, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. So, you know, here it literally says to encourage one another to, you know, love and good works and not selfishness and idol worship. Be weird if it said that. A little, little off track. I would feel like it was um, not consistent, maybe, with the uh, rest of the Bible. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, especially if it's your spouse. I mean, like, obviously everybody. But when we're picking spouses, let's maybe pick somebody who does that. You know? That'd be good. Just as a general rule. Yeah. This is now relationship advice with Addie Shepard. Pick somebody who isn't like Jezebel, and you're off to a good start. That's, yes, step one. And mine kind of goes along with that. Like, she was an encourager of um, evil in other people. Maliciousness. Yeah, but I would say she was also, you know, some people are like fence-sitters, right? They're not really, like, actively seeking good or actively seeking bad. But my point was just that Jezebel actively sought bad and evil things against God. So we have record that she had uh, most of the priests um, and prophets of God killed. um, And she was very antagonistic and fought with them. And so. She's literally like your average villain. Like, I don't know if she's an average villain. She was like above above average. average. But like, the Bible isn't like a storybook. You know, nobody made this up. She was literally just. She was the Hitler of her time. (laughs) She really was. So we see in 1 Kings 19 where Elijah has just had the whole competition on Mount Carmel and he had the prophets of Baal and all of this to see, you know, who, like whether Baal would come and consume the sacrifice that they had for him or whether God, he didn't. Yeah. Or whether God would come and consume. Spoiler, he did. Yeah. So God consumes that sacrifice. Um, It was impressive and amazing and at that time then the prophets of Baal were killed and then the message comes back to Jezebel in chapter 19 and that's kind of where we pick up so Jezebel then hears what all has happened and she sends a messenger in verse 2 it tells us Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah saying so let the gods do to me and more also if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time so basically just a threat that Elijah by tomorrow at this time you're going to be dead which is I don't know if anybody's ever told you that hopefully not but it can't be the most of encouraging things to hear no. oh by the way by tomorrow and she had the power to do it she that's, did that's really what it comes she down was to not so weak in that regard she could have him killed. yeah so then we see Elijah run for his life And yeah, and really become very down because he just has, you know, seen that God prevailed on Mount Carmel. It should have been a time where he was encouraged and felt like, okay, like things are going in the right direction. But, you know, sometimes it's really hard when you're trying to do the right thing over and over and it just feels like evil keeps winning. Prevails. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, like I'm, I'm trying to do what God wants this should be going kind of better and more in my favor. But it's like everything that Elijah would try to do, it felt like was not working for him. Can I give another spoiler alert? Uh, Please do. Have you ever seen a movie where the bad guy ultimately wins? 
Yes, I have. Oh, well, this is not one of those movies. That's good. Ultimately, in the end, we win. I don't want to spoil the not movie. Not evil. But there's a, there's a second movie. But I meant, that's takes... why I said ultimately. I mean, like, at the end of the series. Yeah, so you gotta wait for this. Evil might win somewhere in the middle of the series, but at the end, ultimately, evil is not going to prevail. But I would say that's actually a really good analogy because there was a movie came out not too long ago, and the movie ends, and it looks like evil has won. And it does nowadays, too. And then Sometimes it looks like evil prevails, but it doesn't. It doesn't in the end, and it doesn't here either, but Jezebel was just one of those people, and again, like, so then it's prophesied that she's going to be killed, and that the the dogs will come and eat her body, and... Spoiler um, alert. Spoiler alert. They did. Yes, but the thing is that it took, like, ten years or so, I believe, even after Ahab had died that Jezebel was still alive. So once again, it's like... Oh, the cat. Sorry. Everybody can hear you right now. She's always going to make her appearance known. But it might have seemed like Jezebel was going to get away with all of the evil that she has done. But in the end, God will always prevail. Same way today. That's true. We might look around and we might be like, guys, we got no shot. We have all the shots. We have the best shot. We're, we're going to win. We just have to be on God's side, right? And which Jezebel... We're undefeated. Jezebel. Come to Little Blue Bible Camp. That's... <laughs> that is the topic for this year, so that will be fantastic to hear. Also listen to Cabin Talks. Wow, you're plugging the other podcast in our podcast. And listen to our podcast. I'm just going to tell them what to Especially do. Especially listen to next week's, because, you know, these, these evil people that we keep talking about, they kind of bring you down a little bit. I mean, kind of, I felt like this one ended up being encouraging with the, we will win. We will win. You just have to kind of wade through some of the bad stuff. And that's what Elijah had to do. And so, Yeah, way to tie it back in. You know, God. That was good. (laughs) God comes back to him when he's feeling so down and is like, it's okay, Elijah. Like, in the end, it's going to be okay. He tells him, and I, I love this lesson. If you've ever been in my cabin, you've heard this lesson on Elijah. Have we done it? Have we done it for the podcast? I think we have. Probably. Yeah, we have. We recycle something sometimes, but just not lessons. all the time. They're just lessons that I really like. It's not recycling. This one's, this one's very, not recycling. It's just very good points. But yeah, when Elijah gets discouraged, he just has to get back to work. He has to find a friend to come alongside him. He has to take a nap and eat some food. Always. That's my Always favorite. That's that's that is my go-to advice for life. Take a nap, eat some food. And life legitimately seems better after you do those two things. My life advice is always drink more water. Yeah, it is. Holy cow. <laughs> All the time. Just drink more water. It's good advice. Hey, you you know what Elijah said on Mount Carmel? More water. He didn't drink it, though. They just kept pouring it over the sacrifice. That's true. Sorry. Is that what you want us to do? Just pour it over ourselves and hope for the best? I mean, sometimes that might be what you need to do. Today, it's pretty hot outside. Holy cow, it is hot out. I don't know when y'all will be listening or... Or where you might be Where listening. you might be at. But here in the Midwest, it is, at least where we're at in the Midwest, it is like 90 degrees and just sunny. It is hot. 
So naturally, we were outside, like, all day. <laughs> yeah, all day long. So, you know, I think we should wrap it up with some some sound advice, right? First, I mean, I thought we were just dropping truth bombs all over the place. Your sound relationship advice. advice about picking a mate, right? <laughs> Very sound advice. Don't pick a Jezebel. You know what? That That is a name that's not often used. And do you know why that is? Because of Jezebel. Have you read about her? Because she's awful. In fact, I thought of this today because, um, if you guys don't know, I was almost named Angel um, when I was born. And this so nurse this nurse walked in the room and said, hey, no one names their daughter Katrina anymore. She and was so, also an angel because so, that yes. would have been rough. So, immediately, my name went to Katrina, also another truth bomb. That's my real name. Whoa. Not Tina. Wait, hold wow. on. Hold the phone. I'm not over this yet. Your real name's Katrina? But what if the nurse had come in and said, hey, you know one names their daughter Jezebel anymore? Yeah, no one names your daughter that. You know why? Because she's awful. Your mom would not have known that either, so. Yeah, she may not have. That would have been real bad You would have ended up as a Jezebel. Anyways, glad that didn't happen. Is that your sound advice that, that you were going to end the podcast on? Don't name your daughter Jezebel. Don't name your daughter Jezebel. Don't date a Jezebel. Don't e- If somebody comes up to you and they're like, hi, my name's Jezebel, avoid eye contact and walk away from that conversation. It's not going to end well for you. Also, I'm sorry if your name's Jezebel. I would go by a nickname. Like a Bella. Yeah. Ooh, Bella would be cute. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Bella. I like that name. Yeah. Um, or, or Belle. My sound advice was actually going to be more biblical than that. <laughs> oh, um, from, I, th- I thought that was it. Almost turned off the podcast. From 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 33. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. So, Ooh. obviously, not just in Ooh. not just in a spouse, but also in just who you hang right. out with. That's right? why I said avoid eye contact. Yeah. yeah, you just that eye contact might be enough to corrupt you if it was like this kind of Jezebel. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's it. We've covered Jezebel. I think we have. I think this was good podcasting. Good podcast. Hey, do we say thank you? We do. Thank Thank you. you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.